Hello and welcome to the Simple Classroom Podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Sutherland, and the author of The Simple Classroom on Teachers Pay Teachers, and I am so excited and grateful that you are here and that you pressed play on this episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm excited about today's episode. It's a little bonus episode about celebrating Valentine's Day. I am excited about this episode. This is a little bonus episode. I have been faithfully recording one of these every single week for all of 2023 so far. It was like a, I'm I'm not going to call it a low-level goal, definitely a mid-level goal for me to be consistent and put out a new episode every week. But the actual recording part is fun for me um, and doesn't feel like a ton of work. So it's kind of silly that I haven't been able to consistently put out episodes until this year, but I'm doing it now. And when I planned out February and what I wanted to talk about in February, this episode didn't really fit in my monthly plan, but I wanted to make space for it anyway. So we are doing a bonus episode. Y'all get two episodes in one week this week. And this bonus episode is all about simple, cost-effective ways to celebrate Valentine's Day with your students. So let's get started. All right, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day to me is synonymous with Halloween. It's, It's maybe a notch or two down from Halloween for the kids, but it's a similar vibe. It's a day that's themed around candy. The kids don't get the candy until the end of the school day or in the case of Halloween until after school's over when they trick or treat with their families. And you have to keep them in your room having a relatively normal day. I mean, some places have Valentine's Day parties. Some places have friendship parties. Some places simply exchange Valentine's Day cards, but they don't actually stop the show and have a party. Regardless of what you do and how you celebrate, your kids are going to be excited. Even if all you're doing is taking a 30-minute break in the day to pass out cards real quick and then go home at the end of the day, they are still so excited to do it. They brought in something. They can't wait to show their friends. They can't wait to see what their friends give them. It's just the anticipation of it makes them so antsy, but it's not the kind of holiday that really warrants stopping instruction for very long. You know, it's not a day that we get off of school. Um, It's really kind of business as usual, but the kids are so excited. So I always find that it's helpful to lean into the excitement and just make the day feel a little bit more special. My particular district, I feel, I guess I have never had anybody outright say this to me about Valentine's Day, but I get the vibes that they don't want us to take breaks from instruction on this day. (laughs) We're getting a little too close to end of year testing to just take a day off when we're all in school just for Valentine's Day. So they do allow us to exchange cards. They do allow us to have like a little mini celebration. We don't have a full party with parents or snacks or anything like that. But they do let us kind of block off some time in the day to let the kids exchange cards. But otherwise, they really do expect us to be teaching all day. Maybe your district's different, but this is how mine operates. Um, Halloween is the same. Halloween is just business as usual, and and really for some religious purposes with some of our students, they prefer that we don't even talk about Halloween at all because we do have some students who don't celebrate it. So it's truly just a normal school day, which feels impossible when the vast majority of your kids do celebrate it and they are so pumped. So I do find that finding simple, 
easy on me ways to celebrate the season or celebrate the holiday while still keeping the day going can kind of acknowledge that the kids are excited, make them feel like the day is a little bit more special than a normal day, give them those kind of elementary school magic vibes that I remember having when I was in elementary school and holidays and seasons were something that was greatly celebrated in elementary schools. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to find one and link to it. I don't know if you've ever seen one of the TikToks that does throwback footage and pictures to elementary schools in the 90s. But if you are an 80s or 90s baby like myself, or maybe you've been teaching longer and you were a teacher in the 90s and you remember these days, it was so, it's been so nostalgic for me to see some of the things that people pull out, like the way that schools were decorated for winter time and the types of crafts and activities that kids were making. And we've done away with a lot of that in the name of rigor. And um, yeah, it just, it made me So I find that it's helpful to just find simple and easy on me ways to acknowledge the day and celebrate without having to really miss a beat. I think that that creates some of that elementary school magic that makes this time really special for our students because this is the only time that they're going to exchange Valentine's Day cards. It's not something they keep doing in middle school and high school. This is really it. And so I feel like I feel this responsibility to my students to make those core elementary school memories for them where when they grow up and they have kids of their own and their kids are excited to exchange Valentine's Day cards or whatever it may be, that they remember why. They remember why that's so exciting and how fun it was for them. Um, So I don't like to just gloss over it just in the name of rigor or, you know, finishing out the standards. But also I don't super have the freedom to just like stop the day and throw out the curriculum and just do Valentine's Day all day every day. I don't feel like that's really the norm in a lot of places anymore. So these are some ways that I like to celebrate Valentine's Day with my students in a low cost or no cost, super simple way that seamlessly fits into my school day. The first one is I like to give the kids homework passes. They're not going to go home and do anything all that exciting for Valentine's Day, unlike on Halloween where they're going to be trick-or-treating all night. But a fun Valentine's Day themed homework pass doubles as a little gift from me, a Valentine's Day card from their teacher to them, but also it serves the purpose of you can turn this in for no homework. You can use it tonight or you can save it for another day. Um, And I really like the conversations that I have around homework passes with my students. I have some that very strategically save up their PBIS money and pay for them on nights when they know they have a basketball game or they have dance class super late or they're going to be traveling to go to their brother's basketball game at a high school across the county and they won't be home until 10 and they don't want to take their homework with them. And I love that. I love the pre-planning and responsibility skills that they're developing with these homework passes this year. So I like to give them a little freebie, one they don't have to save up PBIS money and buy. They just get it for free and they can use it when it works best for them or they can have it that night if they just want to have Valentine's Day off. But I made a set of super cute Valentine's Day themed homework passes that really are like Valentine's Day cards. 
I just print them on cardstock. I'll give them to my kiddos. I'll sign my name on them. And so when we do the Valentine's Day exchange and we pass our cards out, I will pass out my card, which doubles as a homework pass, which will be a nice little surprise for them. Tip two is instead of setting aside big blocks of time or at what as a parent, I think it's even worse, sending home the task of decorating a Valentine's Day box, it's way more cost effective, time efficient, and all of that to just decorate brown paper bags right there in class together. I don't super love, now that I'm a mom and I'm a teacher, I don't super love when things are sent home. <laughs> just being honest with y'all. And if, if you are a teacher who is maybe a parent or not, and you send a lot of things home because you think that that's really important for the parents to have that kind of buy-in to their child's education, I'm not saying you're wrong. I might actually be saying I'm a little lazy. That This, this is probably more a diss on me than anything, but I... Do not enjoy things sent home that are, they just feel like extra work for me and they don't serve a super great purpose for my kid. Like a Valentine's Day box is 1000% going to be trashed as soon as Valentine's Day is over. Like, sorry to all the teachers that have sent that home in years past. Like, I'm not going to save it. I'm not nearly sentimental enough for that. And if I'm not going to save it and it's not going to be important to us a week from now, I don't want to spend all that much time on it. So I have a really hard time with projects that are sent home. And because I personally have a hard time with it, I do put my money where my mouth is as a teacher. I do not send things home as often as possible. Every once in a while, there's something where it just has to be, um, or my team voted on it and I was outnumbered. But I really and truly do not enjoy sending pro like big projects home. So for the Valentine's Day bags and boxes, we just do them in class, but we just do bags. I get out all of the art supplies that the kids don't get to really use all that much. Um, one year I got out like foam stickers, finger paint, watercolor paint, fun markers, a bunch of stuff that I kind of had on reserve because we just don't do as many art projects as we once did. So I had cabinets full of this fun stuff and I just let the kids go to town. Also, my friend Brianna Beverly, who has a TPT store, I'm going to link to this in the show notes. She has a math craft project where the kids use math skills to build a Valentine's Day monster and glue it on the front of their bag. So that's a great project as well because you're practicing math skills. So it could totally be seamlessly worked into your math block as your math lesson of the day to review all these skills. And then they have a cute little bag to go with it. And then at the end of the day, you exchange your Valentine's Day cards in these bags. So I like to work it in either as just one of my rotations during my literacy block is decorating your Valentine's Day bag or the math block if I use Bree's project. Anything like that keeps it to where it's worked into the day. The kids have a little outlet for their excitement, but it didn't like, I didn't have to stop everything and we construct these huge boxes or I have kids come in the morning of with these really elaborate boxes they made at home with their parents um, because then it's like, this, they take up so much space. There's nowhere to really put them. The kids are looking at them all day. It's just like they're they're crazy excited. So I like doing the bags together in class. Feels like a celebration without disrupting the day too much. 
another way to celebrate together is to do a compliment circle or a compliment chain. And there are a couple of different ways you can do this. You can have the kids as just like your morning meeting or your circle time that day, go around and give compliments to each other. Like each kid gets a turn and people raise their hand and give compliments. I think that's great. I also, one of my favorite activities I've ever done was a few years ago, and I plan on repeating it this year. Each kid got a piece of paper, just a plain white blank piece of paper, and they each wrote their name at the top of the paper, and then they passed it to the right around the room, um, just around their little desk groups. And then when the desk groups were done, I picked up the stacks of paper from each desk group and moved them to the next desk group. So the papers with each kid's name on them were getting passed around and everybody had, every time the paper came to you, you had a minute to write or sketch something that you love about that person, something that you enjoy about their personality, something you think they're good at, um, a time they were kind to you, a time they made you feel welcomed. But they just go around the room and they each get one minute to write or sketch about what they love about that kid. And then the papers get passed around the room until your own paper makes it back to you. And when your paper makes it back to you, you have this paper that's filled front and back with little stories, notes, sketches about what makes you so great and about what your class loves about you. That is an ideal way to fill a writing block on Valentine's Day that is getting kids brainstorming details. You could tie it into character traits. Um, You could certainly tie it into writing and spelling and complete sentences and things like that. But you can totally turn that into a lesson. But you're still celebrating Valentine's Day and the kids are going to feel so loved by the end of it. I mean, the types of things, I did this at the end of the year actually with the last class that I taught and they were definitely more advanced in their writing skills because it was the end of the year and the things they were writing to each other were making me tear up. Just the most insightful, thoughtful sentences that really made me realize how much kids pay attention to little details about other people. Like they are, they are so observant. And when you give them the opportunity to really write about each other, they were so kind. It was beautiful. So I plan on doing it this year for Valentine's Day during my writing block. I think it'll be super sweet and give each kid something to take home that really celebrates who they are in our classroom. Um, another easy way to celebrate that doesn't really cost you anything or at least could cost you very little, depending on how you want to take it, is to take your lessons for the day and just swap out Valentine's Day supplies, books, whatever. So my favorite book to read this time of year is Somebody Loves You, Mr. Hatch. It's the ultimate Valentine's Day read aloud. I mean, it's difficult for me to read this book now. I've read it every year that I've been a teacher, and I read it when I was a kid. It was one of my favorite books as a child. But it's difficult for me to read it without getting a little choked up. It's so sweet. Um, It's about Valentine's Day, but it's really about friendship, which is perfect for school. I'm sure you guys all stand in solidarity with me when I say I'm not interested in talking or reading about romantic love on Valentine's Day with kids. (laughs) It just doesn't feel like the way, the angle we should all be taking. So I focus on friendship and on kindness. I think those are great themes to focus in on on Valentine's Day, especially when you're working with like younger kiddos. Um, 
So we read Somebody Loves You, Mr. Hatch. I have an entire lesson that I do with Somebody Loves You where we we review a lot of reading skills because you can pull multiple skills and find evidence for multiple literacy skills in this one text. So I give the kids the opportunity to do a first read of the story and then do a close read in teams and pull out evidence for the skill I assign them. And then they make posters with their text evidence and present them. So one group is cause and effect. One group is uh, problem and solution. One group is compare and contrast, comparing Mr. Hatch at the beginning versus the end of the story. And one group is plot structure Um, or maybe character traits. I can't remember now. Plot structure and problem and solution are really similar. So maybe I just did character traits. But whatever it is, I have it on my blog. I have a picture of my whiteboard of when I did this lesson most recently, which was the last Valentine's Day that I taught in 2019, which sounds crazy, but I am teaching again this year. So I will repeat this lesson. Um, So it's super fun. It's a great way to still keep our literacy block going, our reading block going, but focusing on this fun Valentine's Day themed story. Another fun thing is to swap out your normal manipulatives in math with candy hearts. Um, So we will be doing measurement when Valentine's Day rolls around here in a couple of weeks. Well, at the time of me recording, it's a couple weeks away. Um, And so I plan on getting some bags of candy hearts leading up to that lesson and letting the kids measure. We'll be doing non-standard units of measurement for a couple of days before we get into rulers and yardsticks and all of that. So while we're doing those non-standard forms of measurement, I think we're going to do candy hearts and just measure with candy hearts and then talk about roughly how big a candy heart is and estimating length using candy hearts and all of that. So that should be fun. That'll make it seem topical and seasonal without me taking a break even from our curriculum on that one like I can still keep going with our same math lesson for the day just swap out what I use instead of using paper clips or unifix cubes we're going to use candy hearts for the day should be nice and easy Um, and then finally if you have some free open time where maybe you exchange valentines but you have some extra time. I find that YouTube is a great resource for on-the-spot art projects that the kids can do. So if you find that like, okay, we blocked off an hour for exchanging Valentine's at the end of the day, and after 20 minutes, it was all done, and now what am I going to do with these kids? Something to keep in your back pocket is to pull up a directed drawing. Just searching on YouTube, kids, Valentine's Day directed drawing will bring up some cute animals with heart eyes or cute cartoon hearts with silly faces and stuff like that or searching easy kids uh, valentine's origami or heart origami and you could just pass out some colored paper and have the kids go to town with following the steps on a video and making their own fun little origami shape as a bonus craft this is if you have time to fill if you are kind of responsible for filling a bigger block of time for Valentine's Day, but you're not hosting a formal party and you don't have any help or support with that. You just have to entertain the kids for a little bit. I find that letting someone on YouTube teach my kids how to draw or do a craft is the way to go. So I'm going to link to a couple of my favorites in the show notes. So you just have those at the ready on Valentine's Day if you have a little block of time that you need to fill. It makes it nice and easy. No prep on your part. You don't even actually have to teach it. Someone else teaches it for you. 
So just to recap, we have use homework passes as your Valentine's Day card. Serves as a little gift for you or from you to the kids, but you don't have to spend all that much money on it. You can make them yourself or you can use mine. I'll link to them. And then decorate brown paper bags or white paper bags together in class. You could make this a math project. You could make this a station or rotation during the day, whatever you want to do. Um, create a class complement chain together in class as part of your writing lesson. Swap out everyday school materials with Valentine's Day themed things. So candy hearts is math manipulatives, um, Valentine's Day books and reading, Valentine's Day colored paper. You could copy their stuff on Valentine's Day colored papers. All of that simple, easy swap to make things feel more festive. And then fill time if you need to with a directed drawing or origami craft on YouTube so you don't have to prep anything ahead of time. Makes it super simple. All right, guys, I hope you have a great time celebrating Valentine's Day with your kids this year. And I cannot wait to celebrate with my own class. I'll be reporting back on social media with what we do and how it goes. So be sure to find me on Instagram. You can find that link in the show notes and follow along. And please tag me if you use any of these ideas in your classroom. And I will talk to you guys next time.